Chris Miles used to do a feature called Where's Westwood? And it was just like, you know, it was just 20 questions to guess a city. And one time, <laughs> he must have just been so bored. Like, you could tell he hated doing it. And he was just doing it because the BBC was like, oh, Chris Miles wants you to do it, mate. So good, just, can you just fucking do it? Yeah. <laughs> and so he had to read a few facts and then say where he was. So one of the ones he goes, I'm in Norwich! Like, I think he's just taking the first. So he just clips it up and played it forever. Like, in the middle of the song. Good. Like, no context. I'm in Norwich! <laughs> it was fucking sick. <laughs> but, like, nobody, nobody knows. So, but well, I still was. say it often. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. The things that you attach yourself to most are so, nobody, so small, aren't they? Nobody ever knows them. <laughs> if I do stuff like that all the time, oh, first of all, welcome to Positive Player. I'm Josh. I'm Matt. And I'm Dan. I'm back to talking about Tim Westwood. <laughs> I do stuff like that all the time, but the only people that will understand is you. Yeah. <laughs> Like when I died one day in my head, I was just going, save the boots for best. <laughs> save the boots for best. <laughs> What's that? Awesome? I know that reference. It's Russell Brand's stand-up from like 15 oh, years oh ago. Right, yeah. Where he walked, he walked past some shop with his mum and he wanted to buy these cowboy boots. <laughs> bought them and then he, I was so amazed when his mum was saying save the boots for best and he was like, international comedian. <laughs> One of the most famous people in the country and his mum's still telling him to save his boots for best. Absolute legend. <laughs> just imagine the Chris Russell. <laughs> Yeah, because it describes us. Is it Russell Brand or is it Noel Fielding that describes the first time you wear cowboy boots, you feel like they're wearing you? <laughs> I don't know, it's got to be one of them, hasn't it? What is up? What's going on? Don't you hate lockdown? <laughs> I'm actually not seeing enough people to moan about lockdown. Like It's not like when it was like tier three and you could see people moan about it. Yeah, yeah, you could see. So I'm okay yeah. like moaning about it a bit and hearing other people's moans. They're not... I'm cool with it. Well, you're cool with hearing the moans? Yeah, yeah, whereas when it was tier three, I was like, listen, shut up, we all know it's shit. I don't need to hear it from you because I already know. But now I'm cool with it. I'm like, yeah, moan at me. It's good to have some social interaction. Yeah, because that is all you get. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like a proper routine guy. But if you don't have like milestones three weeks, I think I am going to go mad if I don't do stuff on certain days, you know? Yeah. Like, watch the Mandalorian. Neck for heaters. Oh my god! I, I, I did. I tell you, I listened to that guy, um, the conspiracy guy. Yes, you mentioned it. Did yeah. you listen to it? No. Fucking insane! This guy was saying like, "Well, I just want to start. I don't. I think the coronavirus is real. Yeah, I think he's real." Five minutes later, he's saying, "No, Trump's just a puppet for aliens." <laughs> oh, it was, in, it was incredible. Is that when Tom DeLonge was on Joe Rogan? Yeah. <laughs> and then this week, Chris Jericho had some some doctor on. And I was thinking, like, well, he's all about balance, isn't he? But I think he's got a bit extreme with the balance. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> an actual approved scientist doctor. That's <laughs> some nut. That's an absolute <laughs> insane guy. If this guy was, like, doing the... In place of Chris Whitty, people would listen. Because he's, he's sounding like he good. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, he didn't... He's not fucking weird as fuck. Is he, is he a good-looking dude? I, was just, I just heard him, but I imagine so from his yeah. voice. I always think, like, when Canada have got, like, Justin Trudeau. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, all right, mate, I'll do whatever. Oh, you're speaking in fluent French. Okay, good. It was like with Obama, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like, sure. Just, just give us a cool guy. If you're a bit against him, you'd be like, well, he's so goddamn charismatic. <laughs> like, I'm a fool. Yeah. <laughs> but th- this guy was like... Um, 
Oh, we reckon that... This is my breaking coronavirus news, by the way. This guy was like... He thinks that basically nothing's going to be on properly until the end of summer. Mm. And he says that if they start to see a spike going into the winter months, nothing will be on until summer 2022. But basically it all depends on how much of a spike we get at the start start of next winter. Well, he's just a yank. He was Canadian. Yeah, but he's on the... Wait, is this a doctor... Oh, yeah, this not, is a doctor. Not the, right, okay. <laughs> oh, God, no. like, guys make a lot of sense. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so ba- basically, you were saying, like, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Until we see what happens. It's like next autumn, whatever. Chris Whitty said the same thing, though. Did he? Mm, well, no yeah. one listens to him because he looks like Lauren Harris. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> he looks like trouble. Yeah. <laughs> boys, um, what boys? Chris Whitty. <laughs> Imagine, imagine if he's got a t-shirt that says boys will be boys like just, you just have we told the mug you know the mug the mug which is no. a picture of Chris Whitty, Chris Whitty that says next slide please and you can buy it amazing but who wants that who doesn't want that oh, God. I heard the, uh, yeah, the, need. Need. the the proceeds of the uh, mug are going to get the government a clicker so they can do their own slides Oh yeah, that, that's a joke. And then the, the other the, <laughs> the other joke is that everybody's experiences on teams are echoed at the highest levels of government, where the prime minister has to continually tell journalists to unmute. Yeah, and it's just like you'll have to unmute. And like I, I'm just like I spent all day being told to unmute as well. It's a great lockdown leveler. You're on, you're on mute, Danny. They can see me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some phenomenal tweet. There was something like boomers telling you that you can't, uh, you won't be able to get a job with a nose ring and then go and storm the Capitol and take pictures and put it on their Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> the guy that was stealing the podium. <laughs> yeah, like he shouldn't be put in prison. He should just be like, what? slap on the wrist and go on. Because that was such a funny picture, you're you're allowed to get away with it. Just don't do it again. Are they putting any of them in prison? I thought they just let him go. No, no they put no. Like, the main ones in oh, prison. Yeah, I don't think they put every single one in prison, but I put I don't think it's possible, one. would it? But but it's so like it was it was funny saying like you would think even committing a crime, you would think that's the time you're gonna wear a mask. Yeah, <laughs> and that anti-mask. That they will do that, commit federal crimes, and still not wear a mask. It's not about the coronavirus, it's about anonymity. (laughs) What I realised wearing a mask the other day was that you can sing openly walking down the street without worrying about passing cars, thinking that you're talking to yourself. Is that a concern for anyone else? No, No. but... Would you you sing in public and not care that people could see, or would you just not be weird and shut the fuck up? I think probably that one, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Okay, (laughs) good. (laughs) I like to sing, especially when I'm on a run. And when I'm... Today I was in full music video mode. Oh, nice. Like... Air drumming. I can't a little bit it. like the odd bar. Yeah, I can't help doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> yeah. if it's a well, I know film. it's a particular, like, I'll be running away in a particular drum tool in my arms. Oh, yeah. Oh, if there's a sick gap and you've got to land yeah. as it comes back in. Yeah. I made it come back in when I landed, bro. <laughs> yeah, the song we're going to stop before you do yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your shoes. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> thanks for asking. <laughs> are, they, are they new shoes? Yes, they are. i got some new sneaks. There are a from a Kickstarter. The starter. I actually, um, I just just get them out because I do want to feel how heavy they are. Oh, okay. 
Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, why aren't they? So uh, what attracted me to them is uh, that they are made out of recycled bottles. They are slip-on, because I'm a bit lazy, which I think is, you know, perfect for when you just need to move your car, whatever, quick, you know. Yeah, you've seen my shoes. I've exclusively worn Van slip-ons since 2006. This, I can confirm. Um, they... Uh, well, they're not really waterproof, but I suppose they're water-friendly, because as you can see, you can see through them, so... Basically, you know. basically jelly shoes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get them wet, they'll dry dead quick. Sick. Um, from Barcelona, which makes them 3% cooler, I think. Yeah. But 80 euros. 80? Yeah. And they do have a bit of a dad look to them, I think. I don't think they do. No? I don't, I don't think they do. Do they do, like, black? Yeah, you, you can get them in black, yeah. How did you find out about them? Um, some sterling targeted marketing because oh, really? I, I, I'd be googling sustainable trainers I'm that guy Junior cares about the environment guys yeah Tropic Feel if you would like to uh, research them link in the description yeah oh, oh, gotta find a link in the description yeah, yeah Tropic Feel gives an affiliate link gives a spot out wait yeah. is that not what you, you should yeah just message him yeah. hi, hi Tropic Feel yeah hola What's that? Yeah. We've got a spot on spot for you. We've, yeah. we've just shared out your products on... Our you know. podcast that gets three consistent listeners. I tell you what, the, the listeners for 102... Yeah. Which I can't help but call it that. I don't know, it's 102, but I can't help but call it that. Massive. The algorithm got us. We got, yeah, we got, got. So after last week's upsetting news that George Daniels last seen, no longer a feature... Go on, Dan, just... I'll just check. Just give us the final nail. Yeah, it's gone. Ah! So we will never know when... Maybe, like, with our assessors, what he was doing, maybe we were too accurate. He was like, yeah, my mum did ring me at that time saying, Josh, what are you doing? (laughs) Maybe I did message the sandwich guy getting a lot of sandwiches in for the boys. I was talking to my only Android friend. (laughs) (laughs) But we're replacing it with a new feature... I don't, I don't know what we're going to call it. It's kind of like play cards right, but with uh, <laughs> with Spotify. Oh, so we're not just going to do like, oh, we're going to do it like play your cards right. We're going to have to say that higher or lower. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Ah, oh, I love it. We can get a guess. Should we play against each other? Oh, let's play against each other and okay. see how well we do and we'll keep track of it. Guests oh. can play too. So, Ge- guests could pay us to play it. <laughs> you put thousand pounds. <laughs> so basically, the game is gone. Mike, you came up with the US player. Uh, yeah, so we look on Spotify, or I do anyway, and pick an artist or a band and uh, say, okay, this one, and then compare them to another one and say, you know, probably start off with who's got more. So I'm going to start with Zella. I think, have you said the word monthly listeners? Monthly listeners. I have now. <laughs> so we're comparing yeah. monthly listeners. Yeah, we're, it's a comparison of monthly listeners. <laughs> and then we're going to do it higher or lower format. I think so, yeah. It might, it might not work in the end. How many rounds do you think we should do? I think nine. That's the standard. Did you ever get called up to the Red Lion? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no, 
the detail here. No, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, there used to do at the Red Lion, like you used yeah. to get your raffle ticket. Quite. And if you won, you got called up to do play your cards right. They yeah. do. Les used to do nine, so let's do nine. Well, okay then. I don't, I think, I don't we'll, think we'll get that far, but just no. in case. I think, yeah, I think we'll run out of. Uh, do you know nine bands? <laughs> yeah. <Are you> okay? <laughs> I think we'll run out of uh, washed up has beens before then. Because no. <laughs> that's the theme. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Washed up has beans versus Radio Harrogate. Yeah, well, that's, I think that's probably how this round's going to go. Okay. So, who has got more monthly listeners? Friends of the show, Zella, or not friend of the show? Enemy of the show. Yeah, enemy, <laughs> enemy of the show. Steve Brookstein, the, the winner of the first ever series of X Factor. Was he? Uh, so we're saying Steve Brookstein higher or lower than Zella? Yes. Oh, fucking hell, that's a hard one to start with. Well, yeah. The thing is, though, because, like... Who is listening to it? Yeah, but people do listen I'd to rather, shit like that. I'd rather get caught listening to Lost Profits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, Steve Brookstein, I'm going to go lower than Zella. Surely. Okay. Surely. Well, are you going to go with Dan? Lower, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, you are both correct. Yes. Yes. Go on, Zella. Here's the numbers. Tell him, tell Max now. <laughs> Zella, with monthly listeners of 8,546. Steve Brookstein. That's my drum roll. Fast fingers. 176. <laughs> oh, poor The thing is, though, Zella's only that low because they haven't released a single this month. Well, yeah, exactly. So, we're, we're actually really correct there. Yeah. <laughs> Zella smashing it. Yeah, okay, so Zella won that round. So we go in like... Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, I think we're making it up as we go along. We are making it up, but we should do it in high or lower format. Yeah, so we're on Steve Brookstein now, so then we just need a new Radio Harrogate artist. Yeah, but it's very low, that, isn't it? But so it's likely to be high. Oh, but what if it's not? Yeah. <laughs> so we know, we know how many Steve Brookstein's got now. Yeah, you do. So, so what's the... Let me be the one. Future people. That's yeah. it. Let's have Oh, that's a good one. Higher. Oh, I don't know. He's not released anything since August. He must average out. No. Okay, yeah, so what did we say Steve Brookstein had? 176. Yeah, yeah, 176. So, Future People. Might be the one. No, it could be. Great, great song, but it is only one song on there. You put one song out in August, and it got Radio 2 play. I've played it more than 176 times. Yeah, but you're just one man, Dan. Yeah, and we're just one listener. We're going off monthly listens. But what about each VPN? <laughs> Monthly listens. Yeah, go on then. I'm gonna go. I'm, oh. So I can tell you that the whole the song as a in total is at twenty three thousand listens. But then what's that equate to as monthly listens? Oh, I'm gonna go higher. It's gotta be higher. So future people of Radio Harrogate seventy. Monthly listeners. Oh, I knew it. Oh, that's that's harsh on him. Yeah, it is. He's only released it five months though. Even it's such a tune, but yeah. Yeah. Do more music, please. Future person. Go on, give us one more. (laughs) Future people 70 versus Rick Waller. Oh, I'm going higher. I think Rick is higher, yeah. You were both correct. He's got 390 monthly listeners. Rick Waller. What a G. Big in the game. There's another soundboard for you. 
So this is the this is like the beta test of our new feature. Yeah. This is the pilot. I think that's a re- that could be a really good feature. Yeah. Higher or lower? Spotify monthly listens. <laughs> but we need a good name for it. We do. Player artists, right? I'll work on it. Yeah. Spotty high. <gasps> Spotty higher or lower? Yes. Like stoned teenage me. <laughs> <laughs> spotty high yeah I like it yeah um, there we go there's our new feature spotty high yeah good one yes. to replace George Daniels last scene George, last, George Daniels last scene R.I.P I know it's upsetting isn't it uh, I've been listening to it good actually let's do our other feature well we're on a roll oh we've got 95 news as well actually I know I've been <clears throat> as I've, I find I do every week listening to a lot of French pop Mm. I don't know what it is, but I just find listening to ladies singing French very sexy, and I enjoy it a lot. Oh, when you say French pop, I always imagine like like a guy sort of like rapping over like jazzy music. Ah, oh, right, okay. You're thinking <sighs> it's strummy, are you? Yes, that yeah. is what I just come up with whenever you say it. So it's interesting now. It's <clears throat> changing to yeah. a woman rapping in a man's voice. That's it. Yeah, woman rapping in a man's voice. I uh, do you both listen to that Angels and Airways songs, Paper Thin? Oh, yeah, I meant to as well because it's. Yeah, when, you I mean, really it, like it. It didn't yeah. say it was Angels and no, Airways, it said it was someone else. As yeah, well. it's like a collab. Right. Yeah, and, this is a really good song. Um, I should say who it's by. I can't remember who the other eyes. It's like Idiolium. Yeah. I feel like in Tom DeLonge featured artist, even though it's Angels and Airways. I'm sure it's like Angels and Airways, Tom DeLonge, and someone else. He's oh a, really? It's like yeah. a, he's a narcissist. Uh, it just takes Elenium. Uh, yeah, Elenium. Tom DeLong. And Angels and Airways. Elenium. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been listening to uh, that guy. You know the one. Standing in the outfield. Night game. Yeah. Oh yeah. I listen to Strong by Robbie Williams. You think that I'm strong. Great song. Yeah, it's a vibe. Great strong. Yeah. Strong. Great strong. And when, what is it? And when I'm drunk, I dance Don't like me dad. Started to dress a bit like him. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the show so far. We're here at a brief inquiry season brief mode. Um, how excited. So yeah, you can if you want to follow the podcast, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, get ready for the new one. TikTok ah. at the nine seventy five pod. And if you want to email us, it's positplayitpod at gmail dot com. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do on that TikTok, but seeing as name three songs have become internet sensations. That's it. Well, I finally caved, and it's got to be done. As much as Sarah's been telling me, I've now finally made a TikTok. <laughs> so if you've got TikToks, go and find us on there, and stick around for the end of the show where we're talking to Jack Cole from Lilyburn. Who's the guest this week? Woo! I like Jack from Lilyburn. Give us a cred noise. Woo! <laughs> 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 I do, yeah, he's the same guy. He sometimes talks to him over Instagram. Yeah, he's the same guy. Yeah, I like him. Go in touch by email, so don't be shy, people. No, don't be shy. If you're too shy, let us know by getting in touch. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a representative of Tropic Feel, the manufacturer of my new sneaks, do not be afraid to get in touch. You can join Shark VPN, NordVPN, 
ExpressVPN. Uh, yeah, ExpressVPN. Oh, no, it's Surfshark, not Shark. VPN. Yeah, that's the one I need. I thought, oh my God, there's another Shark VPN. Yeah. Uh, you can sponsor us too. Uh, Audible, Skillshare. Yeah. yeah. Squarespace. Oh! Squarespace. Yeah, Squarespace. <laughs> Wix. Um, so this week we had so I can read the first song off a brief inquiry into online relationships. It is Give Yourself a Try. Should we talk about this song? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a lot of it. Yeah. As a waveform, I bet it's like a really big, like, square, horrible thing. Yeah, that's sticking out. <laughs> I've got a lot to say about it, so. I could say that Adam previewed it on his Instagram before the album came out, oh, yeah. These are the insights, go on. Yeah, so he, um, did an Instagram video of his amp and it was just there was no context it was just going oh. over and over what do you think of it? <laughs> um, I know I said that last week but a bit too Blue Smarties vibe for me I think lyrically it's very good however it's not one I would choose to listen to why are you rubbing my opinions for? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I agree I, I mean if you listen to that guitar on good headphones it sounds reasonable and compressed and listenable yeah put it on some shitty car speakers and it's it's, it's barely like it's like ow go mm. away and I think it's a bit of a production oversight but I'm saying that and then people coming up to me going oh that band you like oh their songs on the radio is good and I'm like no, it's not. Go and listen to Headcast Bending. <laughs> uh, I think it's it's weird because this, I feel like this is one of the most popular songs amongst big fans. Really? Yeah. And I think my because the- of the lyrics, maybe. Go on. Yeah, that. But I think my theory is that so many people became a fan either in the gap between second album and third album, or in third album. And this was the one. And this was the f- either the first one that they like were there for the release, and obviously like they were part of Stan Twitter then, and people were hyping it up. Yeah, and that's why I think people love it so much. Uh, I really like it though. I think it's. I think it's. I know what you mean, and because it's that, it's like a gimmicky kind of guitar part. It doesn't. It's not cracking the top tier of this album. If Jerry Finn would have produced this song, I think I'd like it. <laughs> yeah, but it'd lose some of the Jerry Finn producer of Edinburgh of the State. Every some forty one Arcon yeah. Trio. It'd it'd lose some of it though, because then then it'd be way like too polished. Well, I, I just, would it? You I know, just like that, like, that picking part. I'm just like, why is it sounding like that so, in my head? They did an interview where George said that because he's produced obviously by them this album. Um, George said that if you run a guitar through that much distortion every time you play the same part, you can hear different frequencies in the harmonics and like different notes. Mm. And that's one of the reasons why they wanted to include a part like this. Because they were going to hear like these, like not sub-frequencies, but they're like... So like, um, an example is that if you play an, an A, like a note of an A, um, one of the different frequencies that will spike in that 
will be like the same frequency as the note of C sharp. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is like the the like major third of A, if you get what I mean. So okay. essentially that's what he's trying to say. Like you hear all these different frequencies within the harmonics of the distortion. Yeah. And that's why they were keen to put it in. I think they could have just turned it down a bit for me. I agree. <laughs> do you? But I kind of yeah. do, yeah. Well, I think it's still like... I, I yes and no, because you remember it, don't you? And the thing is, this is you like, do? even though this is like a single, it's the first single. Mm. And we always say like, don't go off the first single. Yeah, it's really. the weird one first. But that, but that was a shock for me though. The fair, fair one, if it was, I'm almost like not against them, but I'm like, like you say, everyone seems to love it. And I'm like, I just don't, no, this is the weird one. Yeah. yeah. It has grown on me. Yeah. I remember like, so I think I mentioned the last week's show the day this came out I was in my car on the way to watch uh, a symphony of Metallica an orchestra oh, playing yeah. Metallica uh, and I was like oh my god yes it's happening so is this you on the radio listening to Hottest Record or is it you in the car on Spotify or no this is me in the car listening to Hottest Record Sick. listening to Annie Mac it's about 7.30pm oh, she, I guess she doesn't have that that sounds yeah and my man Zane's about to put on the Hottest <laughs> Record in the world and I was like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's all right. But I was a bit like, oh, not the sound. But nah. then it's the thing, like, obviously, they, they, they do get progressively better, I think, the singles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do really like it. And it's grown on me loads. And the, it lyrically is phenomenal, I think. I think yeah. it's so good. But I, I know what you mean, it's, it's hard to get past that guitar part. That, I was just going to say, it's like a hurdle that you've got to like... Because yeah. I agree. And I, listen, I don't, I don't skip it, especially if I'm in a situation where it's... In, on the right speakers, it blends quite yeah, it does. reasonably and it's Be- all right, but... It's because you can... There's another guitar. Yeah. There's like a, a much less distorted guitar. Right. Just going like... Yeah. And that, when you're on decent headphones or whatever... It calms it. You can that you can hear that more, right? Okay, and that that makes this whole thing sound better. Okay, go on. I interrupted then. Sorry. Um, it's I better don't... than two time. There we go. I've said it. I don't know if I agree with that. Also, there we go. Which okay. is strange because, well, like <laughs> if if somebody was like selling it and said advice to me, but oh, it's about the lyrics, man. It's about, the, it's about Matt Healy's like opinions on his life and stuff. And you, but I see you prefer give yourself a try. Then they're like, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Only tried it one time. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you think about them releasing it first? Then Love the first single off this album. I think, it, I think it's a bit like Love Me. If not now, then when? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it'd be weird to drop it after Sincerity is scary, would it? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It's catchy. Well, yeah, it's catchy in the sense that it catches your attention not i wouldn't say it's catchy in the same way as genie in a bottle by christina aguilera is catchy but you, you gotta rub her the right way yeah. <laughs> can you can you check the chart position yeah just where it came in certainly i saw a thing actually that was uh somebody comparing little mix to the 1975 and it was like how have 1975 won like uh, best band at the Brits like three times and like all the sort of like chart information data and I was just thinking like mate just listen to them (laughs) the thing is like 
It's because they write their own songs. Surely that's what the Brit Awards are awarding, like the actual song. And it's like, well, you created that song, there you go, there you go. have an award. Whereas that's you... a good one. Do they, like, yeah, could you think that pop performance would be the nomination that Little Mix would be up for? Yeah, yeah, whereas if they won, like, best song, really, it's the people that wrote it that should be going up there going, cheers. <laughs> <coughs> right. I've got loads of notes on this, actually. The drums, it's in the reel. Yeah. Do you? I don't know. I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell if they're real and they've been like messed with loads yeah. or they're just all drum machine. Heavily affected. Because he plays them live. But well, he might just be triggered. Yeah. I think it's his style to go live for like proper drums. Yeah, I do, but they're def- they can't be. Oh, I don't know. But listen, like. Go on, let's, let's have a listen to it. Just we'll just have a brief intermission while we actually listen to the song. What song is it? Mm. Yeah, that, that's not it. No. Weird gap. Nah. Oh, yeah. This intro sounds like it's from a fucking Sega Mega Drive soundtrack. <laughs> well, they like chill on that, don't they? 16-bit. It does sound like 16-bit. It does. Oh, yeah, it does. That's a really good way of describing it. The guitar riff sounds like 16-bit. But you can get um, you can get pedals, though. You can get guitar pedals. I can't remember what it's called. You can get, like, fuzz pedals, and you can mess with them so much that they essentially just, like, lower the bit rate of the sound that's going into them. Oh, that's interesting. Um, obviously, they're well expensive. I think fake drums. Yeah, I do. I don't think there's any point recording real drums and affecting them to that amount. When you yeah, but just... It's, but it's something they do, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like... Daft Punk could do that as well, wouldn't they? Sometimes, like, you know, it can be like fake drums at the start, and they're like not necessarily nineteen seventy-five, but bands will like gradually build to live drums. But when I first heard it, I did think I was expecting there to be like a shift at some point, or maybe that guitar was going to drop out at some point. It never happened. Here's, here's hoping. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably like a final thought thing, but it's just got when you hear the chorus and like the the lyrics and the verse, it's so much potential to be not a nineteen seventy five song like Heart Out, Settle Down, that sort of thing, but like Milk yeah. or, or like Sex in in its own way. Like it it could have been an indie song. Do you know what I mean? And it they've they've made the decision not to do it. And it's like oh, fair one. It's your band. <laughs> It's, well, it's, the thing is, like, Annie Mack did describe it as a scuzzy indie record, mm. which... <laughs> I'll just check my notes. Scuzzy indie record. <laughs> <laughs> which is a good way to describe it. I've but, met Annie Mack. Have you? Yeah, oh, I met yeah. her on my 21st birthday. Well. There's content for you. Was that there? <laughs> no, you weren't there, no. Was I'm it sure. Where's Project? I think, I thought you told me. Sure you were trying that, to find Zane Lerner, I think. That, that, was at, that was New Year's Eve, wasn't it? Yeah. We've seen... Oh, that, we see, did we see her? We have seen Annie Mac on New Year's Eve, but it yeah. was on my 21st birthday. You actually spoke to her? Yeah, I met her, yeah. And that lady was there as well. She oh, was on a Katie animation. By the way. Oh, Katie B, yeah. Katie B, yeah. That's yeah. a great tune. <sighs> Katie animation is a great tune. I say, I'll never be able to listen to Katie B again without... Just having a flashback to being too too many drugs, too many drugs. 
It's where I'm talking to Frank. It doesn't say, like, and if you keep taking it, you'll live your life in fast forward for small periods and then wake, yeah. up, wake up in the guest list area. Yeah. <laughs> Falling Junior's brother, as he, like, he come out and he goes, Dan? And I'm like, oh, you right, Tom? Like, as I've come down from this wave. And he goes, you're phoning me, but I think you want, you, you're trying to phone my brother, aren't you? Where's the project with him, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I am, yeah. Okay, bye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, went there. What's that? Tom wasn't there. Tom, Tom's, at, Tom's at fucking home. I'm bailing <laughs> him. Oh, God. Honestly, sometimes I look back at the shit I did while I was on drugs and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so bad. Like, <laughs> hugging random strangers and they just going, you're not my brother. And walking off like they've done me wrong. <laughs> I'm making full eye contact across the uh, the piss things. The, yeah. the star-shaped pisses. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. Urinals. All right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can still. I'm not even getting stage fright, mate. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm not even having a piss. My trousers are still. I was looking. How do you feel about them? Because they're not really. Weirdly, I think the, the song that sounds closest like this is probably "Milk." In terms of, there's not much to it, and it's just guitars mainly. Mm. Even though it's, I know it's a completely different sense, yeah. but you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, yeah. And I'm kind of disturbed by the comparison because I agree with you, but I just think Milk's got so much more going on. Yeah, but just in terms of the actual musicality of it rather yeah. than the songwriting. What do you think about them doing, coming out with the first single is such a heavy reliance on guitars? Because like, the only thing in it is there's the main distorted guitar line, bass, drum machine and there's other guitar bits like a third guitar comes in in the chorus but it's not doing much mm. so what do you think about them like, why do you think they might have done that it's weird because when you when you discuss it like without the context of the song you said reliance on guitars it could sound like you were saying like oh it's like back to those like milk days or like, mm. like I was saying now sex you know what I mean yeah. it's like really guitar driven but it's not like that is it it could be anything really it's, it could be yeah, it a doesn't, yeah, yeah, making that noise or something. Yeah. Yeah, making yeah. that noise. I just put it on my Yeah, I wouldn't say it's guitar-led because, like Dan said, the, the, that sound could be anything. Yeah, coincidental almost that it is coming from a guitar. Yeah. But I think Two Time would have been a great first single. Especially given because it's not really like anything else on the album. No, it's not. I think... I doubt they'd want people to think that the whole album was going to be like Two Time. Yeah. Two Time after this is an ironic parody of pop where they do pop but better than anybody else did. But like without that context, it's like, oh, you've really dumbed it down, guys. I think it actually, um, it goes, love it if we made it then Two Time. Mm. So that's a really good point. It's almost like, look how. Serious we can be to look how stupid yeah. pop we can be. That's yeah. It. Okay, that's actually answered that. I think. Ah. <laughs> so I just kill you off there, bro. Sorry. I really like the idea though of uh, Adam just sat there going, "Wait, pay me whether I play guitar or not." So you may as well get me to do that as a guitar piece. <laughs> uh, do you know? Do you know where it comes from? The guitar line. What do you mean? Mm, no. Is it like a sample or something? No, no, I do know. It's mm. so it, uh, written in the back of a beat poetry book. <laughs> Some bloke gave him when he was knocking around tenors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lad. Got groomed on this guy. <laughs> yeah. Coming in. There's a tab in the back of it. <laughs> 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 
Fantastic. What an awful riff. Let's make the band out of it. Check this out. No, this is an advert. See, if you had Chrome, you could get Adblock. That's theft. Yeah. Yeah. Ringing any bells? Is it a Joy Division? It is. Can you tell by the obviously Peter Hook bass? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the drums. Ah. Right? This is better. What's it called, this song there? Disorder. I'm pretty sure that song was recorded in Rochdale. Oh, really? And that's the one that they recorded in Rochdale. At least it's done to be on studios. No, she was, <laughs> she was still at school at the time. Just a twinkle in her father's eye. <laughs> yeah. I'm not becoming my father. No. <laughs> um, interpolation, mm. maybe. <laughs> Absolute robbery. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I've never read that. But how? Wh- where did you discover that reference? A Wikipedia. Did no, I, I've, I've seen it years ago. Someone did a thread. Um, I'm actually not that massive on Joy Division. Yeah. Well, I know that's probably heinous beer from the Great Manchester area. They're not that good. Um, they won't make it now. No, they wouldn't. I don't think they are good, though. Do you no, like them? Um, someone put a thread together of just songs that the 25 have uh, been inspired by. Let's put that mildly. That's nuts. No, I've never heard that. But that's the same. Yeah. Basically, that's Sandies. the same. I imagine, though, that I'd be very surprised if they didn't get some kind of credit. Yeah. Because that is the same. But better. <laughs> um, it is. It is actually... Mm, it's not but that is credited on um, Wikipedia that that is that yeah so Adam was shunned following that he's cost the band a fortune I don't know if I just wanted to do hand noise you made me do it I don't think it's an accident that they've done that they'll definitely know won't they but also I just think it's kind of funny that on the third album they've chosen being from Manchester to finally to finally do like a Manchester reference and it's Joy Division yeah like I like that I like that there's no like dark root about it yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, Joy Division are Dark Fruit. The Unknown Pleasures as a poster slash t-shirt is pretty Dark Fruit. But yeah. listening to Joy Division isn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, if you can actually put yourself through it. Do, <laughs> do, 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 do you know what? Tunes. It's funny, though, because I think that Shadow Play, I think the Killers cover's better than the original. I was about to say that. The Killers yeah. version, that is very, very good. Yeah. So. Unreal name for a band, though. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? And Unknown Pleasure is a great name for an album. Yeah. Do you know what Joy Division is? No. It was the um, it was a Nazi campaign. Oh God! I think that was. Oh no, no, was it a campaign? Anyway, it was um, the brothels that the Nazi officers got. They were the Joy Division. They were Joy Division. Oh, that makes it better. Yeah. In a in a kind of yeah, not neo-Nazi way, just. Josh yeah. I said too much. <laughs> I continue to support the NHS. <laughs> I just saw someone on Twitter say that they didn't support the NHS. They you didn't. Know? Yeah, they didn't. They and from... they were they were saying that the American way is better. In what way? Because the, um, you don't have to wait. Because you pay for it, you get it immediately. You can do that here. <laughs> so I know that's yeah. why. But... <laughs> They're arguing because they've like postponed surgeries and stuff, haven't they? But yeah, the I mean... American. The American, the American way is better. better because you don't have to. I know, I know. 
it's funny because they've got they continually do it like sort of like reference of the bands like that and I feel like people don't really talk about it that much because is that a sample it's not a sample is it it's weird I think you would count that as a sample would you yeah yeah even if you're playing it live you know you're not like just taking it straight from the track yeah I thought a sample was clipping a, a recording. But that might be yeah, a misunderstanding I think of that is terminology. The most frequent use of of it. Yeah. It can mean other things. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, when they do play it live, it's either first or in the encore. Hmm. Now, I think we're all in agreement that out of those two, first is more appropriate yeah yeah in the middle when I need a wee and a pint would be better yeah <laughs> I think it can only come first to be fair it's a song that's probably better live heavy drums feeling big everybody's bouncing it's a different vibe to that guitar part's more appropriate there do you yeah. know what I mean it's cool live yeah um have you not seen the live have you? I don't think I would have seen this live wow so you're not seen them since 2016. Retired. Wow. You're half retired. <laughs> Trailblazer. Listen. Well, you've retired. When you've seen them at Death Institute, completed. This is like... To you're be like, fair, yeah. You've retired and now you're going to like coaching. Now you're going to teach in the next generation of 1975. Just go to Death Institute in Manchester and sit there until someone good comes. If you wait a while. Dope. Yeah. I always tell people about that Delaney gave rent to Albert Hall though I think it's such a cool story like we were watching a million 14 year old girls have a life defining moment with their mates it was beautiful yeah you were watching like them go mad and scream the, for the, Paul the Klein energy. and that was just me and Matt yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this song is it's kind of weird because it has it grown on me it grew, grew on me loads yeah it grew on me loads really but I think it was once you take out that context of this is the first song you've heard from them since 2016 to hearing it in like summer 2018, two and a half years without hearing a new song, you, you're building it up to what it will be. Mm. And I think you take away that context of it being the first single that the 1975 are going to release off an album. Yeah. We know not to really look out for that one there. Take that away. I really like it. I like it as an opening track. I think it's so clever. We'll get into the lyrics shortly. But I think it's so clever, like how they can. I think it's how they can make a song interesting still with the hindrance of that guitar part. <laughs> Is it fair to call it a hindrance? Hind- yes. Like in, in songwriting terms, though, like because you've got to be clever about it. Mm. If you're gonna have a loop like that, you've got to be clever. Yeah. Like they try to they put it on extreme difficulty. Yeah, it's like. Cause it's it's good. Yeah, it's like you've got you know you've got to keep the engaged for three and a half minutes with w- one single guitar line. The drums aren't really changing. No, like the cymbal comes in every now and then. But the thing is, though, these fans are already sold on you. So you know, keeping the same guitar riff going isn't a problem for these fans. Oh, I thought you were saying you was like the the already the nineteen seventy five. So. They're just horny for the fucking whatever comes out. They're gonna... Ah, well, that is a factor, but yeah. I mean, the guitar part in you, the song, it's just 
It's not nice. the whole thing. <laughs> it's just big cards <laughs> for lots of it, innit? Yeah, not uh, for the whole thing. Oh, okay, then the city. It's always a little bit like more muted and it's never like that. Is it's it? never, it's never like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Han, can you just turn your amp down? No. Um, right. Well, let's get into lyrics. Um, well, this w- would be the George Daniels last scene break, <laughs> but we can't do it. So let's do 975 <laughs> news. A lot's going on, ish. Uh, did you see that they cancelled all the tours? Yeah. Did you see that they also announced another album? Yes. No to both. So they cancelled all the tours for 2021. Fair. Yeah. But then also we're working on a new album. As- but I drive like I do. I don't know. And they never toured. You so basically no, never toured notes. No. I'm sure Too Shy will make it in. And they never will. Well, it kind of did before, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I reckon, though, that there's going to be a lot of songs on notes that are not going to be heard live. I reckon you'll get you'll get singles. I don't think you get anything else other than singles. I mean, I wish Roadkill, but I doubt we'll get that. I don't know Roadkill. Busy guy. Sorry. Ah, right, okay, yes, busy guy. <laughs> yeah. Did you do that purpose? Yeah. That funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but new album as well, so. Well done, Matthew Healy. <laughs> so, do you reckon that means new 1975 album, or did you mean? Does it mean the Drive Like I Do album? Because he said this is a thing that, like, yeah, you got to take it away. Says the pinch of salt. He said that February, like around Valentine's Day, we we're going to get Drive Like I Do stuff. He said a lot of things. Yeah. He does say stuff. I see a lot of things. <laughs> uh, but that is exciting. Also, he's back to his shit posting on Instagram. Yeah, I'm enjoying that. Oh my God. The one of um, the lads from Spinning Fields. Oh, yeah, yeah. Off of, like the boxer. Oh, God. Uh, people have been trying to cancel him for some of these memes. But I'm just like, nah, too funny, too funny. Um... And the thing is, like, Twitter's gone mad because he, cause he's using Instagram. Oh, no, Twitter's gone mad with people trying to get him to, like, like their posts on Instagram. <laughs> so funny. Try and make a meme page. You'll love it. <laughs> yeah, I do I, I do love that the, the shit post that he's doing just show that he's not as cool as people like to think he is. <laughs> he's just like everybody else. Does, does a, a nasal laugh at memes. You know, the... <laughs> <laughs> one of them I repost that she gets the lyrics yes okay the music video was released June 1st an infamous date within the fandom that comes from the beat era book given to Matty at a yard sale given to him yeah there we go <laughs> bad salesperson at the yard sale <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know I will, I will give you three euros for it no no let's take it that's it was- wrong isn't it even that's Incorrect by Matt Healy's story. Mm, I think yeah. so, yeah. Um, Amateurs. The music video, actually, let's talk about that first. What do you reckon? It's Diane Martel, same woman that did Love Me. Um, is it the one where he's got red hair? Yeah. You, you're supposed to know that. Yeah, I know I am. She's <laughs> testing me, are you? Uh, well, the thing is, I think the fandom are aware now that 
Dan's interest definitely wanes after the second <laughs> Don't album. Don't use me as context <laughs> but, to make your interest yeah, waning okay. Yeah, yeah, mine wanes. <laughs> uh, well, no, it's not that it wanes, it's just I've got less time to be looking at YouTube and MTV. I'm looking at music. I didn't know there was a high music video, so... Yeah. Go, go off, son. Uh, it doesn't speak to me. I, I honestly think it's just cool visuals. Yeah, it's not. It's just... Well, it has clearly demonstrated. I think it's forgettable. It's, there's nothing to it, though. It's yeah, there. like, Love Me is not forgettable. That, you can go, wow, that was... Yeah. That was something. <laughs> it's, the, the bulk of it is them performing in the mirrored room. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they all look cool. Do you think Matt's hair is cool? As a performance piece, yeah. Mm. But if he had, if that was his real hair, no. It's a wig, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's a wig. Okay. Is it? I thought it was actual hair. No, it it's, it's a wig. That... Right, okay. Well, hands, hand looks cool. Yeah, hand's probably the coolest he's looked. Yeah, Ross looks the same. <laughs> Ross is the coolest member of the 1975, though. You heard that that is true. Is That's Ross true. the only one rocking... Oh, no, he's just buttoned up. I thought he was wearing a waistcoat. Then. Uh, and George has placed hair scraped back in a bun I, I think they all look really cool as like a performance piece so like the, the mirrored set they're in old school amps all the sort of transparent instruments and stuff I think it's honestly I think the idea of it is to create cool visuals mm. which would then get shared online there's Make not gifts yeah people have that picture of Matty with the red hair as the Twitter icon do they? At that time, I'm sure they did. It, it, his hair annoys me. Like I've had, a, I think I'm just realising I've had a problem with it for ages. It's just a, it's just a wig for that one video. He never had it again. I, I like his current hair shaved. That looks good. I just want them <sighs> to look like they did. Really small head in the sound video. <laughs> <laughs> like come down. Yeah, Ross has got shaved head there as well, and it really suits. Yeah, him. Ross did too. Uh, shaved head actually. There was leather in the sound video as well. I think. Yeah, there was a whole lot of leather. <laughs> whole lot of leather. And uh, there was girls. Girls. Uh, should we read some comments? Because I think there was some good... Um, this is a fucking bop. 16 thumbs up. 16? Joy Division like, did Disorder. You count, did you Not count credited. emojis or does it say 16 thumbs up? No, it says 16 thumbs up. Oh, okay. Someone saying Joy Division Disorder Not Credited. Ooh. Well, it says at the bottom here, interpolates Joy Division Disorder. Oh, it says interpolates. Yeah, interpolated by Muramasa, No Hope Generation. Oh, I don't know that. Conf- to listen to that. Confusing that Joy Division have a song called Disorder when there's New Order after Joy Division. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is a gif here of Matty performing in the comments. That amazingly weird angst I've been waiting forever for. Damn, that thing is amazing. Great track with Joy Division advice on the guitar riff. Well, let's get into the lyrics. Uh, just overall, I think the lyrics are great. And I think maybe this is this album his best lyrically. I think it shows himself off the most lyrically. I think. Because you've got the super serious, like, political stuff in Love If We Made It. Just autobiographical stuff in Sincerity is Scary in this. Um, this is just full of, like, clever lyrics. Sort of, like... Yeah, he said in an interview that once he commits them to like paper or something, um, that he has to try them. 
Ah. So if he thinks that lyric idea is good enough to write down, he has to try it. And I weirdly feel like this song might be full of those. Because, like, putting getting STDs at 27 really isn't a vibe. You would imagine for most artists, would get cut. And maybe that would sound more like something that wouldn't work. But it does work. Yeah. And maybe, well, and it references being 29, then 27, and then 25. So maybe he's just losing two years at a time as he goes through the song. <laughs> he would have been about 29, I reckon, when he wrote this. Something like that. Yeah. 30. Um, so you learn a couple of things when you get to my age, like friends don't lie and it all tastes the same in the dark. It all tastes the same. <laughs> oh. Is that... Is that a reference to oral sex? Or am I just being dirty? No, I think, it, I think it is a reference to sex, Dan. I think it is, yeah. Like a misogynistic comment, isn't there? Like, yeah, they all are the same in the dark. Don't know if you've been out with your dark fruits friends lately. <laughs> My dark fruits friends. But like, that's a. I think he's. But like, not taste the same in the dark though. I I think so. I think also the same in the dark is a sex reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's cleverer, cleverer. A cleverer way of saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. What I'm saying is, it's interesting because it is. It's a mis, It's a misogynistic thing to say. They all look the same in the dark, and I'm sure that's what he's referencing. Yeah, and that's something that horrible men would say. That like, no, but he's probably he might be referencing those sort of yeah, men yeah, yeah. Sure I mean, if you wouldn't. say it with a can of skull in your hand, then we definitely know what it means. Um, and then the you're getting spiritually enlightened at 29. Line to end of the verse, which he mentioned something like saying that um, George is like a Buddhist. Or something mm. like George knows like Buddhist theories, and I think he he said something on, like along the lines of that line is more about the spiritually enlightened is kind of like knowing what you want at that age, not being like not all of being like a born again like yeah it's more like your spiritually enlightenment is about knowing who you are. Those two lines for me have always been about referencing the sort of middle class privilege that if they didn't have before in Wilmslow they've definitely got now they've got some money so your vinyl and your coffee are a sign of the times and like they're, they're things you can go and explore once you know your basic needs are covered as we make our way up Maslow's hierarchy of needs <laughs> yeah and then the, the, the idea of like you know <clears throat> you're not working fucking 50 hours a week to put super noodles in your mouth so you've got time to go and become spiritually enlightened and mm, it's only yeah. like after a few years that you can do that I don't know that's what it made me think of but I think my context is always weird because I'm well, we're like a similar age to him so it's like perhaps whatever I was feeling at well you are definitely yeah, yeah. I've just projected onto their lyrics anyway yeah but that's that's fair though because I mean also if you're not if you're that age what else is there to do? Yeah. Like, then collect vinyl, collect coffee, buy a coffee machine. Yeah. Vigorous pointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do the vigorous point. Oh, about the coffee machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, verse two. Do you not want to discuss the next four lines? The, so, just give yourself a try. Won't you give yourself a try? Won't you give yourself a try? Won't you give? 
interesting on the final line. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just saying words with a nice melody to make a chorus, isn't he? I think. Yeah. I'm not going to give him any credit. <laughs> um, I really like that. Oh, God, I saw this thing on Twitter. Like, he was one of those people that. It was like, take the 975 out of context and sometimes it looks shit. And it was, I found a grey hair in one of my Zoots line. Mm. And it was like, I can't believe people think this band is good. But that's the joke, I think, with this line. Because it's like, saying, saying Zoot and finding a grey hair are the opposite things. Yeah. Saying a Zoot unironically is something you say when you're like 14. Not the age when you find grey hairs. Yeah. I that's, thought, I've not thought about that. I think that's the joke yeah. in that. It is a nice summary of his life at that point, though, that obviously grey hair is a sign of getting old, but smoking weed is a sign of youth, really, isn't it? Or at least grasping onto it for as long as you possibly can. Do you know what? I'm really... I've always thought that the hair was a pube, and I'm looking for any evidence of that in these lyrics, and there isn't any. That must be something that you don't My mind has done that to me. (laughs) Like, I was going to mention that it's funny that he's talking about putting... (laughs) <laughs> it's not there it's no no okay. alright as, as I've documented a few times on this podcast I cannot grow a beard but the few hairs that I can grow on my face I've got grey ones I haven't yeah. got grey facial hair before nice. actual facial hair the grey ones are key you get that a lot you, you've got it a little yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. that's that's common yeah no but it's just piss take isn't it <laughs> you're common get a bit just for men on that I've got, I've got more grey pubes than I have hairs on my face Definitely. Yeah, I've got grey pubes, yeah. Do Not I? fully. I found a grey pube in one of my zoos. That's what it should have been. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> if you wrote this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know why I'd be putting my zoo near my genitals and why I wouldn't have trousers on at the time. But. <laughs> you might have touched your genitals and then started rolling for a post. Mm. Maybe you were completely naked. Coital. Yeah, oh. maybe. Maybe. Maybe replace the word zoo with something more appropriate. Pube. Piaub. Piaub. In one of my brews. Yeah. Spend a grey hair with one of my brews. Found a grey hair on my hobnob. <laughs> Off Rando tea. Yeah. Like context in a mosh debate, I just took it out, which has only aged that line like a fine wine. Yeah, it? yeah, it has though, hasn't it? After you got cancelled for posting, um, I'd love it if we made it, he should have then posted this after. Like, yeah, just okay, remove the context then, fuck you. Yeah. But just in general, just like the thing is though, this song I think there were certain lines in this that are written to like the discourse at the time over like well, the Trump getting made president mm. and stuff like that and mm. the whole fake news thing. But this only got on worse and like especially if love it if we made it now, like we get to those lyrics. That's even more appropriate to I think now. The dark timeline we're in. But I just think it's clever for them to be so on it to put a line in like that in. Yeah. That it's not only is it aged well, it's actually got better with age. Way better. I like the idea as well of the grey hair being context. Like, by the way, Matty, you're 30 now. I know he's not, he's 29, but you know what I mean? Like, the context is you're still smoking weed and you're nearly 30. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So just sitting getting stoned with 30-year-olds. <laughs> nice. That's probably a callback. Yeah. To that line. Uh, the only apparatus required for your happiness is your pain and fucking going outside. I don't feel like the expletive is necessary. 
<laughs> I don't know whether he's sort of taking the piss out of people who say, like, I oh, need to get exercise to... Not taking the piss, but, like... <sighs> Getting exercise is a great way to avoid depression, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's suggesting that people should, or he's saying almost like, don't tell me what that's not going to kill my depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know which side, side is coming. Yeah, out. I think I think it's probably. And then he he also said that the getting STDs at twenty seven really isn't a vibe line. Uh, wasn't autobiographical. Because he was with his long-term girlfriend at this point. Eyes. Emoji. (laughs) (laughs) So the next line, Jane took her own life at 16. Get serious now, don't we? I I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make light of a serious, like make light of a serious subject. But the the annotation to this is, Jane is referring to the fan of the 1975 who took her own life. I feel like we could have worked that one out. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Um... She was a kid that had the box tattooed on her arm, which is actually, I think, I think it's, I don't know what any other occasion of a band would reference something like their fans getting band tattoos in a song. Because that's what that is, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's an amazing line. Yeah, it is. It's, we're now famous enough for people to have got tattoos of us and then killed themselves and referencing you growing. And like you say now, Probably, unfortunately, probably more than one person with that box tattoo has killed himself. Yeah, probably, yeah. Statistics. Yeah. So, but the fact that you would, you're talking about the journey of becoming famous and shit, that girl got a tattoo of us and people start getting tattoos of you and then that loss of innocence when you're like, shit, somebody who liked us has committed suicide and that. Yeah. From that, I always sort of took how casually they just said the box tattoo. Mm. Like, what it is, it's the tattoo, which is the logo of your band. Yeah. Mm. Got it tattooed on them. Yeah. Like, what? Don't even look cool like a a skull with wings. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just how kind of like throwaway they say, oh, the box tattoo. But I think that's what they probably call it to each other. I'll put the box on it. Yeah, yeah, they will. That's that's what people say. But I mean, just... The way an oblong, <laughs> not the oblong tattoo. I can't in trouble once it's... at primary school for calling it an oblong. I feel like I have either heard this before, or this happened in my year as well. It's like oblong isn't a lead, it's rectangle. Yeah, like some like some teacher training day drilled it into them to chastise any child that said oblong. <laughs> You're an oblong. That does sound familiar. <laughs> Such a funny word, isn't it? Oblong. <laughs> Tell you what, how much is it if if you have if it hasn't happened to you and you're hearing it from me for the second time, like how much has that traumatized me that I need to bring it up this often? <laughs> That's not the first time I've heard that. And I don't think it's come from you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know what? The last line of this, I think this like that a millennial that baby boom was like. I think this predates using boomers as a bit of a meme. Mm, yeah. Because. And I think the evidence is that he says baby boomers, not just boomers. Yeah. And I think that's just so smart for him to be so aware of the whole like talk of generations. Yeah. The fact they would, you know, include it in a song and then, then it becomes like a societal term. Mm. Not because of it. Just, they got the finger on the pulse, these boys. (laughs) Okay, boomer. 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm sure that this must predate the whole more okay, K Boomer meme. Yeah, I think it does. They should have said Karen's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have really. Yeah. <laughs> Chance. So, the last verse. And what would you say to your younger self? Growing a beard's quite hard and whiskey never starts to taste nice. Now, uh, two thirds of this room <coughs> can confirm that growing a beard is hard. Yes. How many thirds of this room can confirm that whiskey never starts to taste nice? I think it can taste nice. Okay, only, only one, then. Only me, I think. You, you like it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I like whiskey. Yeah, I, can't, <laughs> I, think, I, can't I think it's one and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I don't want to sit there and drink a straight whiskey, but it, whiskey and stuff is really nice. I'll, I, have, I'll have a whiskey and lemonade. I want to be able to drink whiskey. Right. But my palate says, no, Dan. You are not a man. <laughs> <laughs> Start off with a old fa- an old-fashioned uh, whiskey yeah. sour. Eat yeah. yourself in. If I, if I go out, I will get like a, a scotch and lemonade is what I will, I will drink. When, so when you ask for a scotch, what do they give you? Depends what it is. Scotch. Right. Any scotch whiskey? Is that it like? depends what I, I, I'm like. I forgot cocoa was done. I get cranberry and, but you don't ask for a whiskey. You ask for a, is that a, he's specifying yeah, yeah, a specific time? I want a scotch. Yeah, yeah. But just in terms of the actual line, what would you say to your younger self? Growing a beard's quite hard, and whiskey never starts to taste nice. Um, yeah, I, I think that's relevant for the, the beard thing, especially because that's all. I, I still, I'm 30 years old, and I still really want a beard, and I've always wanted one. I don't know if I want one anymore. You know. Yeah, you do. No, but that's not, that's not a beard, though, is it? Um, all right, stop putting him down. It's, it's no, but only hopefully bit. proof of the capacity to grow. Oh, up. it is. Yeah. yeah, just going back to that, I think that little line is almost like saying. I just think it's kind of like a reference to thinking that you've been more grown up when you're the age you are. Ah, yeah, I think things will be sorted by then. Yeah, I thought that when I was like 27, I thought, is that a real adult age? And me at 27 is not a real adult. It's a classic uh, comparison, isn't it, that you see on the internet where it's, you know, what your parents were doing at your age yeah, versus yeah. what you're doing. It's like, yeah, fair enough. Like, drinking whiskey are, like, two things <laughs> that adults do. Uh, sorry, drinking whiskey and growing a beard are two things that adults do. Mm-hmm. And Matty does neither of them. <laughs> I do neither of them, really. Yeah. Uh, so those, <laughs> we've got one out of six, then. <laughs> really? Oh, two out of six. You like yeah, whiskey? I like whiskey. Prefer rum, but I do like whiskey. And then finally, it's and you'll make a lot of money, and it's funny because you'll move somewhere sunny and get addicted to drugs. True, I've did I've done all those things. Self-referential because he did when he moved to LA to make like it when you sleep and got addicted to drugs. Um, and then. And spend an obscene amount <coughs> on fucking scenes and beans online. Scenes, like seeds, seeds. Yeah, I've I say seeds. Sorry, seeds, <laughs> seeds and beans online, which is a accurate uh, depiction of how expensive health food is. Ah, uh, I, I got that as coffee beans in a ref- in like a previous uh, reference. Oh yeah, oh, that's a good point. Or maybe it's just because I buy coffee beans. And I thought he was buying pills on the dark web. Ooh. Yeah, because beans is another term for ecstasy pills. I thought it was him going like all vegan and just buying like loads of healthy food like it that. It probably is. I it could be both. Mind blown. Yeah. Oh, I don't know now. <clears throat> well, uh, on the other hand, seeds refer to marijuana or 
opium poppy seeds and beans slang for ecstasy so there you go Shit, now, now I'm fully into it yeah maybe he was literally buying drugs I was on. only half into it before but now I'm sold maybe I just thought I bought the cover you're just there going <clears throat> bird food yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, heroin is poppy seeds isn't it yeah on heroin no one says heroin cooler than uh, Tim Armstrong yeah. <laughs> so I think it's a, a transplant song Tim Armstrong Travis Barker and skinhead Rob I think he's called <laughs> he sounds like a delightful fellow <laughs> <laughs> he's like hair on hair on where's it all gone smoke it all up now you got none <laughs> <laughs> imagine breaking down those lyrics <laughs> Do you think when he said that the heroin is has disappeared? Right, let's give yourself try done. Let's do a final thought. In fact, I'll go first. Uh, I really like it, and it grew on me loads. I think once you get past that kind of, I don't want to say disappointment because I really like the song, but yeah, I, I can't think of a better word. Maybe that little disappointment that that was the first thing we got after two and a half years. Especially of how good I like it when you sleep was. It's a slap in the face. It's yeah. that you got anticipation of what it's going to be. Um, I think we eventually got that with the next song. Like, love it if we made it. It's incredible. Next song released chronologically, not on the album, obviously. Um, I think it's it's not the top tier. I'm going to leave that burping again, so people can see how much you burp. <laughs> people know the truth. <laughs> um, it's very windy. Very windy. It's not the top tier of the songs on this album. Um, I think it's like the tier below that. But really good, really interesting. But lyrically, I think it's pretty brilliant. I think it's definitely a grower. And maybe in a respect, that is a good thing because you can grow with the song and kind of your relationship with it develops like a fine yeast. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, it's... After the hiatus, if you want to call it that, the, the spell in between, bit of a letdown. You know, you want to come... I'm not Jamie O'Bourne. You know, I'm not a music management whiz, but I'd have definitely come back with Love It If We Made It. That's a kick in the chops of, listen. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean... Yeah, it really would have been, wouldn't it? But maybe this is like the sort of... I don't know, maybe this is the palette wetter before you get to... This is the yeah. start, and then Love It If Made It is still like, right, we're being serious now. Yeah. We should say that you're wearing a 40-ounce hat. Yeah. And 40-ounce is the clothing company from 2013. 13. 13. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Um, from Samuel Burgess Johnson. Whack that into Google. And Matt Healy modelled for... Sam's clothing line for 40 ounce I think he had a mask on most of the time there's a really good looking guy called Dean also who was involved Dean Khalid I think yeah cool name I follow him on Instagram um, and we all bought 40 ounce shit because it was to do with the 1975 and I think that Sam made the Chanel t-shirt yeah yeah that's right for yeah. the sex video yeah which was sick yeah um, and Sam has done, as far as I know, every 1975 album artwork. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments below. Nice. Comments below. Go on, give <coughs> us your final thoughts and give yourself a try. 
You don't mean that though. No, I do. I do because the more I listen to it, the more I'm disappointed in what it could have been. The more I like it, the more its potential is increased and the yeah. more they didn't meet the potential. Oh, I actually got that. And so it's it's just a frustration. So I avoid it. And like so listening to it there, there are you know, there are bits I'm like, you know what, yeah, okay. Like and the lyrics are cool and the melody's cool, but it could have been a big nineteen seventy five indie rock tune and they've chose not to go in that direction that's fine but it's I don't know it could have been something that I signed up for at the start and they've made they've chosen not to do that and so it's hard for me to get on board with it but yeah I think they did it on purpose just to lose you just to piss me off hopefully if we do this you won't make a podcast and start looking at our last scene and publicising it Ha! I imagine. Zion 75 do a podcast about us every episode of us I, I don't know I reckon if they were like who would make a podcast about us who was nerdy enough like I reckon they would have been like yeah that guy (laughs) first track done next week I think he's going to be quite the episode because we're going to be really positive and I've got a feeling you're not going to be that positive Matt and also we're talking to Max from Zelda yes but we can all get excited about that Certainly can. But two times this week. We can make Max play um Spotty High. Yeah. Yeah, we can. Oh, we're really good. We're really rolling now, aren't we? Spotty High. We've got guests guest this week. Stick around for the interview at the end of the show. Max next week. We've got a guest on how to draw as well. Right, and now we're gonna drop into the interview with Jack, so that is gonna start now. Finally, Jack Cole, welcome to the show. Hello, here I am. Thanks for finally coming on. I know it's been a um, it's been a very long email thread so far, hasn't it? <laughs> it certainly has. But we, uh, I think we've waited a good amount of time. Actually, I think it's all lined up very nicely. It definitely has. I'm very excited about the way it's all planned out, and um, it's going to work out anyway. By the time this goes live. So we should say that you're one of the first to get in touch with the show. Like it was after, well, how many? A few episodes, weren't it? It wasn't very many. Yeah, I think so. Basically, I discovered you guys when um, I was connecting my phone to our Alexa to put some tunes on. So I type in the 1975, and it comes with a podcast. And I was like, so I press play, and like what I loved about it was like the fact that like Dan and Matt have got these stories about them before they made it big. And yeah. it's just, just such a cool insight. And anyway, that that's became, I mean, your podcast has become my daily commute now since like last June. Do you know what? It's, it's still insane that people say stuff like that because I have like those, yeah. oh, it's Monday. I'm going to, if I'm in my car, I'm going to put this podcast on. Yeah. yeah. And it's like weird to think that people do that with us. <laughs> oh yeah. It's great. Every day on the way to Maybe. work. Every day on the way to work, me and you three just have a good little nap. <laughs> You're nodding along in the car. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. Have you it's seen really, that? Go. It's really sad because like I answer back with you guys in the car. Like you guys keep hearing. Yeah, it's so awful. I do that as well. I'm listening to podcasts. I was just, I was going to ask if you've ever done that, but yeah, luckily I've. Oh no, it's happened in the gym. Yeah, it's happened in a public <laughs> forum before. Yeah, yeah. I do it well. I, I don't really answer back, but someone will be saying something. I literally go, "Yeah, that that is so true." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, 
one I can't I can't remember which one I was listening. Oh no, it was the Simpsons podcast. I asked to be done it. And I was just absolutely wetting myself in the gym at there because I was trying not to laugh. It just made it worse. So I had all these meatheads looking at me like I'm, <laughs> well, I suppose I'm a weirdo, but gosh, <laughs> that gym with me. And yeah, and it is not a friendly place. I don't know. Well, it's not that it's not friendly, but the sort of people that go there, they don't look like they've got a sense of humour. I think that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, they're there for one thing, and that's to get massive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, though. Yeah. Like, with me, with me, it's like that. You've either got like, the super friendly ones, and then you've got like, the proper weird ones that, you know, even like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live for lifting. Yeah. <laughs> if I keep doing this, it'll make up for my personality. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know, how does Michael Parkinson just start interviews? Uh, <laughs> t- tell us how you got, like, so you're, as a musician, tell us how you first got started, like, getting into music. So, um, my nan, right, she like actually, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. she plays guitar, bass, uh, awesome. keyboard, mandolin, everything. She's no mad way. for it. Yeah, um, she was in a covers band in her mid-60s, and they went to this recording studio and released an EP, uh, just covers and she's always had music on and all this and it's, she's been like a massive influence and so she started teaching me piano when I was a kid and I got to like 12 and stuff and I was like oh I want to be like Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day um, <laughs> Been there. and so I had guitar lessons and you know uh, like obviously learning guitar and we used to do these charity kind of rock school um, performances like you know give the kids a bit of live experience or whatever like myself included I was really young about 12 and then um, one of the biggest issues that I had with stage fright, I always, I've always had massive, really bad stage fright. And, um, you know, after, when, I first got, when I first got a job, I stopped doing my guitar lessons and kind of put the, put the music thing on hold until I was about 20. I did this open mic, which we'll later get back onto. Um, and, you know, it was great because people died, they didn't laugh at me. They didn't, they didn't oh, think I was okay. awful. Yeah and that gave me enough confidence to do another open mic and then do another open mic and then um i later formed my former band that i've now left and you know that first rehearsal i didn't want to go at all i did not want to go at all and then mm. i just kind of said to myself if i don't do this now it's gonna be now or never i'm 21 well i'm 21 at the time and so i dragged myself to it and uh, i've never looked back yeah so were you the guitarist and singer in that band yeah i was the lead singer in my old band um that was that was great because I've always wanted to be like Billy Joe Armstrong or or Matt Healy, and uh, <laughs> and um, that that I had some great times in that band. I was just going to mention like um, how the open mic seems like a nice place to be. Is is in Manchester anyway? Everyone's like really supportive of each other, so it must be good. Like, just yeah, confidence there. Um, I'm not just saying this because you guys are from Manchester, but I've visited Manchester twice and it's genuinely my favourite city in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. My uncle has got a, a flat up in Salford, um, right by Media City, and he lets us stay over every now and again. Oh, and it's nice. always such a great night out. Like it's so yeah, it's such a fun time. Where do you go? Where have you been in Manchester? I've been to Deansgate before like um a few places were shut down, but the northern quarter is really good as well. Yeah, man. Uh, and there's that there's a really bougie bar that's like at the top of some tower. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Claire 21. That the one? Yeah. Or is I've it? 23, 20 stories. That's 20 yeah. stories. Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah. Blake's not. 
Yeah, great views. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I've yeah. never been to either of them. Uh, the Cloud 23 one, the cocktail menu is like a, it's like a bug. It's like a brief history of Manchester. And they've got this oh, one nice. cocktail that's like, that's like dedicated towards the acid raids of like Manchester in the early yeah. noughties. It's so cool. So what, so you were, your last band, what sort of music was that? Sorry. It was like straight up pop punk and punk vibes. Like the, the key influences in that band were like Green Day. And the other two members were a big fan of Mallory Knox and like Blink-182 and stuff like that. Thank you know, we had a, had a really good time in that band. I yeah, really the, there was a proper like what five years ago. There was like the uh, the pop punk resurgence, weren't there? Yeah, because she got That's like, like going slam dunk. Yeah, yeah, because it was neck deep. Were getting big. Uh, God, stay champs. Who else? Who else were getting big at that time? Uh, Real friends, they're dead good actually. Real friends. Yeah, but you've got all the classic ones as well that just keep going to slam dunk like Newfound Glory and Zebra <laughs> and, you know. But. Yeah, so Newfound Glory won't quit, will they? Hello. Oh, they just won't. <laughs> Fair play to them. Bowling for Super <laughs> or a band like that as well, they just keep on going strong. Yeah. Uh, I've seen, I've seen Bowling for Super, actually. Yeah. I can't believe how fat the singer's got. He swapped places <laughs> with the guitarist. Yeah, he's, he's enormous. <laughs> Literally, they've got this gimmick mid-set where they have like a photo shoot opportunity and like not to discredit them, but I think it's because they're out of breath and they need a break. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, we, so you know the Big Fat Quiz thing that Carline did a couple of weeks ago? So we, we, mm. did, we like, you know Big Fat Quiz? Yeah. You know where they get like celebrities to um, ask questions? Yeah, yeah. Well, we basically did that. Uh, <laughs> but so, we, so we asked ours. And then on the quiz, and then the next person to ask a question was Chris from Bowling for Soup. Oh, that's no. yeah, yeah. He got, he got, um, he got a cameo of Chris asking him a question. No, everybody start. Yeah. I don't know, but what he, was the when question? he asked it, he was I can't remember what it was, but he was sat on a couch with a bottle of whiskey and his dog. <laughs> of course, my nan. Um, I don't know. I know. I just mentioned my nan, but she's a massive fan of Bowling for Soup, man. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mad for him, man. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Uh, tell us about your, so you you said you left the, your, your old band. When I was in my old band, um, we were called Cornflakes at Kelly's. Um, I'd, I'd met this lad who, you know, plays in, who plays in Lilyburn. We did a couple of shows together at Square One and The Flapper. Uh, they're both like Midlands venues, one's Coventry and one's Birmingham. And um, the Square One gig that I just mentioned was at Coventry Uni. Um and I, he was, he opened that night. It was him and a drummer at the time. And I remember being um, on the third floor, so three levels above where the gig was, in the bathroom with my lead guitarist from Cornflakes, and we were just having a general chat. But, but the Ross from Lilyburn, who I just spoke about, he didn't realise that the the whole gig was being broadcast around the student campus. Um, so I could hear it in the in the bathroom. And, oh um, right he was saying some really funny stuff in between songs. It was really cracking me up. And then he opened on one song. Um, and this, this song's about the time I got sucked off in the back of a car. And I was like, <laughs> no way did you just say that? Like it's being broadcast across the whole uni, man. <laughs> so I went down. Yeah. Yeah. I went down and I watched his set and like his, his, um, his showmanship was really, really cool. And like the, he makes the music that appeals to my indie side. Like, um, yeah, like the kind of 1975 stuff that I'm kind of into, like less punk and more pop. 
and he played a cover of Boys Don't Cry as well, and that was just me sold. And then oh, nice. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see him for, a, I didn't see Lily Byrne for a few um, months after that. We ended up being on a on a on a bill again at the Flapper, and um, I made the point. I was just like, hey man, like you know, like good set, blah blah blah. Like, do you want to hang out sometime and all this? And you know, he kind of said like, oh yeah, when I'm when I'm free, we will. And we, um, he told me about IEMs. Um, and then we just kind of chatted him like through Instagram every now and again. And then one day, like last May, he was like, Oh, I'm free this week. Do you want to come over? And like, he's, he's got a studio that we, that we like, it's our little, it's our little like mission control, if you will, where we write like, oh, nice. like he runs a rehearsal room. Um, and so I started hanging out with him and we started writing loads and loads of demos and stuff. And the first time I went over actually, I had wrote a song. This is last, this is last um, year, like 2020 in the height of the lockdown. When we were all bored, I wrote a song about my crush for Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like one of those throwaway fun songs that you kind of just make when you're like bored. And we worked on that. And then he started inviting me over more and more. And then I left my band and it went south and, you know, then we started, and then we just spoke about me joining and then, it kind of just fell into place, really. So it's like, so what's like the makeup of the band now? So he was just a solo artist, was it? Sorry, no, he was a he was a duo. It was him, oh, the lead right. singer, and the drummer. Uh, and then he went solo because he drummer left, and then I've joined, and I play like guitar and bass now. Oh right, sick. We've we've got a live drummer who's our mate, but he's in, we're trying to get him to join, but it's it's kind of hit and miss right now. But officially, it is just a duo as of when yeah. this goes out. That's so annoying then that that's all happened and there's no gigs. Literally, like, yeah. Yeah, that, that bit couldn't be worse than So like what <laughs> to what sort of like music is this stuff now you say it's more like indie and pop influenced? Yeah, it's like one of our biggest influences is really is nineteen seventy five and that's really no joke. Yeah. They're the biggest we make reference playlists, like we'll we'll like we, we want to write a song like this and like we'll put loads of tracks in the playlist and like three quarters of it will be seventy five's first album. So yeah, we, we've got a thing that says like, what was it like two years after She's American was released, loads of bands then wanted to make their own version of She's American. Yeah, so, tunes are just such a good. That's what, well. That's just what my Discover Weekly is. Loads of bands trying to yeah. make She's American. Like, yes, well, keep, keep doing it. <laughs> it's a great formula. So yeah. stick at it. As of right now, it's just me and me and Ross, and then live shows will will have a, will have a session drummer in. It's important to get a live drummer in. Just Definitely, yeah. so much. Because uh, we saw Laney, didn't we? And yeah. if you know them, Jack. Yeah. Um, and they were like, because Laney is so much is on like track, is <laughs> so so much is electronic. But because of the live drummer, it just sounded so good. Yeah. And it was like even the drums that like you know Jake from Laney was playing weren't necessarily the drums on the sort of the recorded versions, but just as a, as a, like sort of feature for a live show, it was so much better having having that drummer. So the last release was Alyssa on the sixth of August. So what's what's like the plan then for twenty twenty one? I joined literally a few months after Alyssa was released, so I didn't take part in the writing of that. Um, but when we started hanging out more and more and more, we wrote about I don't know, 10, 12 tracks and we've got most of them we've got demos for. Uh we had planned to start releasing like this month, January. But obviously with COVID and stuff, just pushing everything back. Yeah. It's it's just kind of putting a delay on everything. Like I, I was supposed to play my first show with Lily Burn in December. 
But, you know, Uncle Boris was, didn't allow us to do that. He just allowed us that daily Boris, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it like an album coming out this year? No, we're just going to, like, I think we're putting out a four-track EP. Um, oh, nice. So, Ross and I are currently working on the like the final recordings, like the, the actual mixes for what will be released. Um, and then we'll just play it by air at this point, because obviously, you know, the way that COVID's taken stuff at the minute, it could just go either way at any time. Yeah. I, li- I listened to this, um, this podcast with this doctor and he was saying that basically indoor events, um, are probably not going to happen until late summer. Uh, I don't know how the music industry is going to sorry I don't know how the music industry is going to come back yeah well there'll there'll be such a demand for it that yeah I mean some of the smaller places are going to suffer yeah but if if places can survive that amount like if places can survive for the next year and not close there'll be such a demand in like 2022 for places yeah yeah it's it's non-tangible value isn't it like the value on the music industry doesn't really exist. It's all in everybody's heads as the consumer, but we will, there'll always need to be that place for them mm. to play. Like, but yeah, bands are going to split up over COVID, I suppose is what I'm saying, but they will then need somewhere to play when it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. And if we can't yeah. see the aces, I'll be pissed <laughs> off. Yeah, mate. <laughs> well, that's the thing. May I've got, we've got tickets to the aces and I've got tickets to idols so oh. but May, May's like that oh maybe it could be yeah. yeah I was I was gutted the other day because 75 cancelled Finsbury Park and I had yeah. tickets for that yeah and I had tickets for Green Day's Hella Megator as well last year and it's just not happening oh, oh no yeah because that was with, for, uh, oh hey oh, we're saying the same thing then weren't we <laughs> <laughs> Fall It Boy and who else oh Weezer Weezer yeah Weezer yeah 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 that would yeah. that will be good I've seen Weezer before, and as long as they play the old stuff, you're golden. It's when they, you know, start, start, like, this is from the new album. No, no, Rivers, don't do it. Don't do it to us. <laughs> I've never been a huge fan of Weezer. Like, I grew up listening to Green Day, like, full on. Yeah. Um, but I could never get into Weezer. Fall Out Boy, obviously, for things like Dance, Dance, and Thanks for the Memories, and Sugar We're Going yeah. Down, the big tracks. Weezer, uh, the Blue album's really good if you want to listen to Weezer. Everyone bangs on about the blue album, man. Yeah, All I hear. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like under the cork tree, but 10 years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'll, what I'll do is then, what I'll do is, I'll listen to the blue album. I've got this podcast I'm trying to catch up with right now. <laughs> I'll get the blue album on. <laughs> so, so you've mentioned them already, but tell us how you first got into the 1975. Oh, this is a very long story. <laughs> So I I very first heard of the, the 1975 when I was in year 10 or probably year 11, which... Ooh, that makes me feel old. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> so, about to say, not to make you guys feel old, but it's about 2012. <laughs> um, and my friend Kieran in ICT class like showed me sex. Um, the song. It's <laughs> 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 on the school computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh i was like oh this this tune's all right yeah it's pretty cool um and then i went i went home that day and i remember like listening to the 1975 and i just couldn't get into them because at the time i was very much into that kind of american green day sound like that yeah. pop punk sound 
And yeah. like, you know, arguably Sex is the 1975's most rockiest intense song. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just wanted the 1975 to just keep on writing sex all the time. That's all I wanted from them at, at, the, at the ripe old age of what? What? 14, 15? Yeah. Uh, but Kieran got so excited about them at the time. He was like, this band's going to be massive. I think it was literally, it must, when was the first album released? It must have been. 2013, was, was it? September 2013. Oh, no, it must have been the EP version then because it, it was my last year yeah. at school. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was the. Um, it was like the kind of spring summer term of 2013. Um, and he was like, they're going to be massive. They're going to be huge. But, you know, like I said, I like the song, but the back catalogue wasn't really um, my kind of thing. And it wasn't until they played the Brits and they did the sound. Oh, and, oh yeah. And I love watching the Brits. And I was one of these people that weren't a fan. And I was like, oh my God, are these guys getting hacked? Like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> so they oh, yeah, we're the things up. <laughs> so I'm on Twitter like, what's going on with this band, right? And all the stands are out like, oh yeah, like true 1975 stand, uh, fans understand what's going on. <laughs> um, and then again, I went back through the back catalog because the second album just been released and, you know, I'm probably about 16 at this point. I just, I, again, couldn't, wasn't a fan. I had not matured. <laughs> still into that, still into that kind of, that pop punk sound. And at this point, I'd like written 75 off. I was like, ah, uh, you know, this band isn't for me. It's been like a few years now. Like that just, it's just not really for me. And it wasn't until I kept hearing this song on the radio at work, um, about 2018, summertime 2018, I kept hearing it and I just, it sounded so cool. Like the lyrics were relatable. It had this kind of messy lead guitar line. And I went on BBC radio one's track listing for that day. And it was actually give yourself a try. Oh, and I was like I was like this is the same band that released that Tish from a few years ago <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway so I'm about 21 now uh, well at the time of listening to Give Yourself a Try for the first time and I went back through the back car lock and that was it hooked completely hooked <laughs> that's so interesting when we were doing Give Yourself a Try the other day I was like people were telling me that like this song was good and they didn't like the other stuff and I was like what like, yeah, we, like that's when we recorded like the main part of it that's what i was saying so you were like probably one of those people yeah, yeah like honestly yeah. i didn't i honestly did not like like rate the 1975 at all yeah. just for some reason my, my palate hadn't matured or whatever and it wasn't until i kept hearing give yourself a try on radio one like every day like five times a day it's a gateway song <laughs> yeah like i actually loved it and i went back and i rediscovered sex the song that my friend karen had shown me and i, I don't know why it just clicked i just instantly yeah. loved it yeah. i loved its intensity i loved the i think it's because like i felt like i could relate to it being an early 20 year old like you know it's a song about girls and and at the time i was i was seeing someone that this is gonna sound so cliche i was seeing someone that did have a boyfriend <laughs> and so there's not a line in that song that I can't picture myself in my own scenario um, I later went on to write a song about that girl and I le- released it with Cornflakes my old band nice. yeah I want to get that content out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the open mic that I mentioned earlier I just started yeah. to play sets at this open mic um, and I don't know why, but I decided to put it on Facebook Live at the time. And I genuinely, I was so nervous. I used to wear an Apple Watch, and the Apple Watch counted my BPM at like 220. It was, oh, it was so, I was so scared. Genuinely, I was I was so scared. Like you can see like, the recordings on Facebook somewhere, and you can hear my voice shake in the song. 
And oh. like I said, like no one laughed and that gave me enough confidence to do another open mic and then do another open mic and then form a band. And so in some weird cliche, cringy way, if it hadn't have been for sex, I probably wouldn't be doing music. Just it's funny how like because we because we, we did that other podcast with name three songs and they were saying like oh the night people saying the 975 was like such a fangirl band yeah all of us here are like the lyrics of those songs are so appropriate for like men in the early 20s yeah yeah it's I funny how they get one. like sort of both kind of like both sides so i think the song relates to them so much yeah definitely i think with girls though like I think obviously they love it because you know they're a pop band and stuff but it's, I think a lot of it's to do with Matt is attractive I just yeah. I can hear what just went through your head Junior yeah we're not a pop band <laughs> <laughs> what like in in the Give Yourself a Try episode we like um, we, we all we all like that song but we were saying like it's not really top tier we think yeah. especially for that album but then yeah. lo- loads of other people like yourself think that's the one so when they heard that they were like right i'm gonna go back and listen to all the old 975 stuff yeah like why why give yourself a try then why do you think that i think because it's i just i don't know like i love how first off i love that the song speaks about growing up especially like like you know lines like um growing a beard's quite hard and whiskey never starts to taste nice like things yeah, like that relatable <laughs> yeah same um you're coming from down so I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just i love songs that i feel like i can relate to i just i love songs that i feel like you know i can i can fully understand where the narrator's coming from and i also just love like the messy guitar lead line that hand plays yeah um and you know, and obviously being at work and it being on like five times a day, every day, like, <laughs> like three weeks. Do you know what? But, it, it might be just thinking about it. It might be because you said growing up. Then, like, so many pop punk songs are about growing up. Yeah, yeah. Damn it! Ah, yeah. so it helps you like transition. Yeah, yeah. So that you know that kind of like theme lyrically, that probably is like it's like you've got your gateway song and that's your gateway theme to get into it. I think that's why I love the first album so much because, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, I'm now in my mid twenties, but you know, 20, 20 through to 23, that's what that first album's all about really. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Don't worry. We're, we're not admitting ages on this show. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> well, that, we? According to the episode that I just listened to on the way home from work, someone recently turned 31. what are the songs then from the 1975 that have you kind of like grasped to or would you say your favourite ones so other than sex and give yourself a try um, I love love it if you made it yeah Um, I I love the bit in that song where my screams I moved on like a bitch yeah, yeah. Just, I love his delivery, and that's one of my favourite moments as a 1975 fan, where he just delivers a line so well. Yeah, that whole song just hits. Doesn't yeah. It? yeah. Oh, I can't wait yeah. to do that one. To be fair, no, I can't wait to do that one. No, soon. Yeah, in a few weeks. And um, another big one that I absolutely love is "Settle Down." Yeah, "Settle Down." I feel like it's so underrated. It is. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, see, on the that's 
part of the uh, tri- trio, isn't it, that we think are just the same yeah. song? I can't what, the, what Settle Down. Pile and she wear yeah, 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 she wear out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, that's... Yeah. She wear out stands out for me. Yeah, yeah, she wear out. Yeah. Is uh, my favourite. Funnily enough, right, I wasn't a big fan of Pressure until I listened to the episode. And obviously, you know, one song per episode. And I had like a solid what hour of you guys talking about pressure and I was yeah, like no, I'm going to go back I'm going to go back and give this give this song you know a bit more attention and now it's like it's definitely those are my favourite songs now yeah man yeah it's, it's funny so with pressure solid. because you don't it's the placement like we said if that was yeah. higher up if, if you swallow like pressure and money we, we'd have I reckon you'd have those like yeah. you'd use it also be swapped as well you'd think like oh pressure is so so good bring yeah. it back but yeah no one ever really talks about it it's a bang it's a, it's, it's a banging song to be fair I don't really rate money though I've never been a fan of money no I think it's one of the weaker ones isn't it yeah yeah I, I, I think on the ranking actually yeah you Why could admit it I think and it wouldn't affect the album I agree I agree with that to be fair but what I do need to say here and now is that you guys slag off talk and talk for me is a great song <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like talk. Yeah, I like talk, but again, it's it's there with money for me. You go, mm, not one of your best, that is it? No, oh, I just love screaming like, "Why you talk so loud?" Love it. I, I like the idea of like, like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I think it's like in context. I think because what did we say on that episode? Like, if another band released it, you'd be like, "Oh, check this out! This is really cool." Yeah, but. If it's coming, what does talk talk comes after chocolate? Does it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it comes after sex, and it's a bit like it comes after sex actually. So it's a bit. Mm-hmm. I think oh, I forgot that right. And then it's a bit like oh well, we're here now. And then yeah, you're instrumental, I, and then you got like, back up into like high or something. Yeah, uh, my internet's crap. Be, I can't get on the list. Um, well, you then, you did you say? Yeah, I've seen. Uh, I saw them at Reading when they debuted people. Oh, oh sick. Mm-hmm. yeah! It nice. was incredible. Like, because yeah. they released that song the day before, and like, you know, as you guys probably know, you go to a festival on a Wednesday. Yeah. And so they just like they just I think if I remember rightly they just they just like put it on their social medias like oh we're releasing a track today or tomorrow or whatever. And I remember sitting in my tent completely battered right listening to people for the first time and obviously you don't expect you yeah. don't expect um like a song like people by the 1975 and no. i was there like i was like josh you need to listen to this mate. Like, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're gonna open on this tomorrow there's no way they're not gonna open on this tomorrow and um i i just remember like watching royal blood uh um reading because they were the they were the band right before 75 and you know the set change, the band changeover. That you know that all happened, and I was like, Josh, they're gonna, they're gonna play it, they're gonna play it, they're gonna play it. <laughs> and then it was all black. Obviously, after the after the song, the 1975, it was all black, and you hear Matty laughing, and George starts playing the drums. And I was like, I told you, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. It was so good. Yeah, we we had a guy email us actually, and he was like, he was at that gig too, and he was saying that the the entire field when it was like the solo and the sound. Everyone was like yeah. going nuts for that last bit. Oh, that's not amazing. Man. It, oh, I just want to be in that field right now. Yeah. <laughs> I 
and that weekend was so good it didn't rain at all it was like the the top end of 20 degrees all weekend not a single cloud in the sky oh and that was friday as well that was the friday night that set up the rest of the weekend Oh, yeah. Who else were the, who were the other headliners? It was Post Malone, 21 Pilots and Foo Fighters. Oh, right, yeah. And yeah, it was I the year that... Bo- I see any of them. <laughs> it was the year that Billie Eilish played... It was the year that Billie Eilish played yeah, the main talk. stage. And um, she got like a massive crowd and there was massive calls for her to be the headline for what was supposed to be the 2020 festival and she didn't get it and there was massive like kicking off about it when Redden released their 2020 um, lineup. Yeah, I remember that because like a lot of people were underwhelmed, I think, at the 2021. Yeah, I was. But yeah, when they came out on People, I was like, oh my God. Then they went straight to give yourself a try as well. Storms in Liam Gallagher and Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in fairness. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine could do like a sort of five song set and I'd be happy. <laughs> I mean, oh, apart I from Rage Against the Machine, it sounds like the line up for fucking Part Life or something. <laughs> yeah. The first time I saw 75 though was Birmingham early 2018. Oh, right. Okay. And that was when they had the A Brief Inquiry stage that they still have now with the screens. Yeah. Mm. And I didn't know what to expect because the last time I'd seen any of this band live was either YouTube clips from the I Like It When You Sleep tour or it was that, you know, that one from the Brits when they played the sound and they they had like these massive screens and then like Matty went inside the screen for Lost My Head and I was like, yeah, oh, I know. mind. The best stage I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's, it's, on a, it's like, it's on a different level, that screen. And yeah. even... It's another one of those things where like people have tried to replicate it. Like you see, you see bands now do the whole like the entire setup is screens. N- no one has done it as good as that. Yeah, I like T- that. Tobias Rylander, like the guy who does it all, he's just nailed it so much. Yeah, his latest Instagram post is good actually. <laughs> good, it's interesting because he's talking. Well done, Tobias. Yeah, yeah, that's it. End of it. Um, <laughs> He's talking about the uh, preliminary work he did with uh, Matt's coming up with that stage, and then it's like a he's taking a picture of a dummy that he's like you get wearing a like clothes in a shop. Well, so what's the proper name? Mannequin. 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 There we go. Yes, he's got they've got a mannequin stood in the middle of the box, and I think they're just trying to like weigh it up and go right. Well, that will move. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. I literally just saw that post before I got on the Zoom call. Yeah. Oh, so. Imagine what I'm, I, I want to know who thought of that first, Matty or Tobias. Like, one of them must have been like, Bro, we should get this stage and like yeah. a hole in it. Yeah. And I can go in it, for instence, and play Matt like these tunes. <laughs> I would say, in, in loads of those jobs, like being a songwriting, like co writing songs, you must just have to make the artist think it was their idea. Like, oh, you've yeah. got this song basically finished, and they're like, Oh, yeah. Like, no, you did it all, mate. Yeah, it was all you. I was just here to clap along. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember watching Matty um, say something about that about the stage, and he's like, he wanted to make it as Instagrammable as possible. Yeah, that was the quote he used. Do you know what? I just think that's like, I would much rather someone say that than the sort of person that's like, oh, you know, I hate people getting the phones out. Like, don't overdo it. 
but yeah, just you know, go with it, man. Let, this is twenty twenty. Yeah, exactly. Just let people take pictures. Yeah, one twenty one. There's one artist, isn't there, who like doesn't allow people to take pictures at gigs? <sighs> yeah, there is. Probably Morrissey. You know what he's like. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. He like I, I've definitely heard this. There's 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 one artist that will like <coughs> make people like make the stewards collect phones or something. Yeah, mad. yeah, I've heard yeah. that as well. Yeah, that, that is one way to like stunt artist growth, isn't it? Yeah, massively. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you you can come to a gig, but you just you know can't show any evidence ever that you were there. Yeah. Um. Right, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh yeah, cool. After all this Thank time, you for having me. Anytime. Um, share your plugs, your band, your socials. Um, so if everyone would like to go check out Lily Burn um, on uh, Apple Music, Spotify and all that jazz, um, spell L-I-L-L-E-B-U-R-N, that'd be, that'd be fab. Um, hopefully we will get releasing soon with some tracks that I'm on. Anyone in the Birmingham scene, you can buy tickets to our latest show at Deadbox in March. March. Yeah, I know. Ambitious, right? That is ambitious, yeah. What, how how good is the uh, vaccine distribution in the Birmingham area? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my grandparents who live in Birmingham haven't gone for the vaccine yet, and they are in the mid-70s category, and so... They need to hurry up because I want to play this show. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they get it soon. She's taking it really seriously. When they order when they order takeaway, when she gets the naan bread, she is boiling the naan bread and then grilling it to dry it off to cleanse it of COVID, right? Mad. My girlfriend's a nurse and she's like, yeah, so Pat, you know that like COVID doesn't live on food surfaces. And she's like, <laughs> oh. She's like, I'm not taking any chances on this. I don't want to die. Spraying <laughs> it with Dettol. Mmm, tasty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so, um, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, no, anytime. Glad we could get you on. I know it took ages, but I'm glad that we could do it on this episode, and especially now that you've announced your, uh, your new stuff. I know. I'm, I've, I've been so excited about getting on as well. And um, I didn't tell you guys, I've actually got a signed copy of the Brief Inquiry on vinyl hung up on my wall on the stairs. Oh, oh sick. sick. That's amazing. Yeah. Along with a few other records as well. But oh, nice. that one's definitely there. <laughs> right. Nice, mate. Thanks for coming on. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll speak to you again, definitely. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, let's go on another show. But I mean, like, you know, if there's other guests and whatever, then that's cool. <laughs> We've got some stuff lined up. <laughs> hey. All right, cool. Well, thank you for having me, guys. It was nice to meet you as well. Yeah, yeah you too, bro. So that was Give Yourself a Try. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you did like the watch-along that we... Watch-along, listen-along discussion, whatever. Uh, if you liked it, let us know, and we'll do more. Because should we declare now that we actually did one for the O2 one, but there was an unfortunate <coughs> um, technical issue, which means it was pretty much unbroadcastable. We didn't say anything, like, rude. <laughs> yeah that's not what made it unbroadcastable this time yeah um, but yeah thank you everyone for listening to the show you can follow us at the 1975 pod on Twitter Instagram Facebook TikTok and you can email us at positiveplayerpod at gmail.com my Twitter and Instagram is Josh really without the vowels my Twitter and Instagram is Junior but it is not spelled in the conventional manner no oh, no no no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's spelt J-E-W-K-N-W-E-O-R. <laughs> that is Juliet, Echo, Whiskey, Kilo, November, Echo, Echo, Oscar, Romeo. Jew, like follower of the Jewish religion. Knee, like the bend in your leg. Or the leg of other humans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, like either or. And, well, we're on the subject of knees. Elephants have four of them. <laughs> Fact. Wait. Wait, what? Like, yeah, the, the only animal to have four knees. Oh, so like elbows, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, elbows bend the other way. That's my understanding. Oh, uh, Well, dog's got knees on the front and elbows at the back. That is, that's blown my mind. Yeah, he knows stuff. He does know stuff. <laughs> Google it, make sure he's not making it up. Yeah, he stops. I stops. Well, that's dangerous. It's like David Attenborough now. Could just go, oh, yes, and the penguins, they do fly south to the Bahamas for the summer. And I'd be like, fucking hell, well, I didn't know that, David. <laughs> well, the David Attenborough with Alzheimer's is just my worst nightmare. Me just believing every single word. Oh, actually, scratch that. I've just Googled it. Apparently, an ostrich has four knees. Oh, it's happening. Ostrich only has two legs. Yeah, oh. But apparently, it's got four kneecaps. <laughs> it, it, can go, it can go like double, though, couldn't it? Double jointed. Wow. How many knees does a giraffe have? Two knees, okay. How many? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to this week's episode of How Many Knees Does This Animal Have? Yeah. Giraffes with me, awesome. Matthew Collins. Yeah, there we go. Elephants do have four knees. Yes. And I am saying that dogs have elbows on the back. I'm not going to Google that and find out if it's correct you or not. You don't need to. I like that. I just like to think that cats and dogs got knees on the front, elbows at the back. If he is wrong, we'll just uh, suspend him on Twitter and impeach him. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Business on the front, party in the back. Yeah. Elbows <laughs> <laughs> on the front. God damn. What, uh, what's the Reddit we're looking oh, at? Oh, I've not got a Reddit of the week. Ah, I'm looking through, there's nothing. Oh, well, I actually have got a subreddit of the week. It has to be suitable for work. <laughs> suitable for work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, oh, well, yeah, I've got a lot of subreddits, but ones that are suitable that are suitable for work uh, r slash ginger beer. Because, yeah, because I really like ginger beer. I've seen myself over there. Fucking love ginger beer. I'm going to start brewing me on. Anyway, I'm not doing it. But I just found this Reddit and how to brew ginger beer. So, yeah. I'm just... I had um, root beer for the first time at yours in your garden. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Right, so thanks everyone for listening. We're back next week with two time. What <laughs> <laughs> a great song. It's a pun on two timing. What? Like, it's like cheating. Come back next week and Dan will reveal all. Uh-oh. <laughs> He'll expand. See you then.